KMVP-FM Phoenix, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. This hour powered by FanDuel. I'm Mitch Vareldis with the latest from the Arizona Sports Desk, presented by MyGuy.com, Arizona's most trusted referral source. Tonight, Devin Booker has the chance to become a gold medalist as he and Team USA get set to face France for Olympic glory. It'll be a 7.30 local tip time. The USA women's team also has their chance at gold. They defeated Serbia in their semifinals match yesterday, 79-59. to Brittany Griner had 15 points and 12 boards, leading all scorers. They will face Japan on Saturday for the gold medal. Speaking of basketball, the Phoenix Suns could be rounding out their roster relatively soon. Our John Gambadoro reported yesterday that the Suns have an offer on the table for guard and former son, Alfred Payton. It is a one-year Vets minimum deal should he accept it. We got our first taste of football yesterday with the Hall of Fame game, the first since the pandemic began, and the Steelers got the 16-3 win over the Cowboys to kick off the preseason. The Cardinals' first preseason game is next Friday against those very same Dallas Cowboys. In case you missed it yesterday, ASU football is getting rolling, but now they need a new punter. Michael Turk has entered the transfer portal just a month before the start of the season. You can read more on this up at ArizonaSports.com. And the Diamondbacks are on the road tonight after ending their homestand on a sour note. They are in San Diego taking on the Padres. Caleb Smith will go against Ryan Weathers. First pitch is at 710. Pre-game coverage starts at 630 and that'll be right here on 98.7 FM. The latest is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. That's American-owned and American-dreamed Brooklyn Betting. Training camp coverage brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer and 72 Souls. Hi, this is Kyler Murray, and you're listening to 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Yeah. Just setting y'all up for today. You're only good as your last session. Oh, feels like the Arizona Cardinals are going all in. Baby. I'm ready for this year. I think we will be a lot better. Two of our offseason goals are becoming more physical as a football team and adding leadership to our locker room. Here we go! Baby. We did some good things last year and made some big strides, and I anticipate us doing even more this season. Baby. Let's go! Doug and Wolf Talk Cardinals. Now. Mention Maloney, producing the show. They're live in the Auction Community Studios. Doug and Wolf live from the Pashpod radio booth. Just made that up. Yeah. Uh, high above State Farm Stadium, watching the beginning of practice start to take shape. And Max Starks, live in Canton, Ohio, joining us after the Hall of Fame game. And the question on everybody's mind, Max, as you've called in on the Coulter Automotive Group Sports Line, was Wolf's brother a success on the radio broadcast last night? Yes, he was. And Ron, your brother Craig told me to tell you he loves you. He misses you. <laughs> and it was it was awesome. It was eerie, right? I mean, you got you got two wolves. Both of them are now in the booth. Um, but it, but it was awesome working with Craig and uh, and Bill Hillgrove and Missy Matthews last night. Uh, on the broadcast, it was so great to see Craig. I hadn't seen Craig in a number of years, so it was it was awesome to be around the crew. Well, for those of you that don't know, Max Starks was also named as the new sideline analyst as, or I don't know if you say the same phrase, sideline non-combatant, as uh, Craig Wolfley was moved up to the booth. So from all of us here at Arizona Sports, you deserve it. Congratulations to you. Hopefully you had a nice night last night. 
Thank you. Yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. You know, I, 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 I cut my teeth when I first uh, started doing games as a sideline reporter for Westwood One uh, for Monday Night Football on the national broadcast. So it was something that I was excited to get back to kind of that position just because it's so much fun. And as we know, with the pro game, you know, and I'm sure Paulie has echoed this many a times, it just feels different when you're actually on the sidelines and you really get the sense of the gravity of the situation, the electricity. I mean, to have fans in the stands after last year and to just hear kind of the fanfare around it, right? You have the sounds, the yells, the boos, the, the laughs, the awes, mm-hmm. and the excitement. It was just, it was electric. And to be on that sideline that I spent so much time in between, between the lines of the box, uh, you know, it was, it, it was a cool environment. And to call the game to really get down there and see the action, see what the double teams look like, see when guys – you know, made you know made a play or made a sack in the backfield. You know, last night I was watching that Presley Harvin punt where he just kind of he kind of just killed it at the one yard line. It was amazing. I was sitting right at the one, like I was running down from the opposite end to watch it, and it landed right in front of me. And I'm watching it bounce straight up and down, and it was like, man, this 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 is what this time of year is. This is the rights of autumn. This is that moment. It was just a cool environment to be back around. And of course, see a lot of familiar faces um, on the sidelines from, you know, medical staff to trainers to security guys. It was great. What about the game itself, Max? What was the one big takeaway you had from the Steelers perspective? Well, I I think, I think this is going to kind of be that theme, you know, at the beginning of every preseason Wolf, it's, it's going to be perimeter tackling. Um, That was something that we, was sloppy um you know if anybody watched the game last night you know the Steelers right after that amazing punt they get you know they give up a play uh, up the middle for like 34 yards and so it's like man it's like you know second level support tackling from the secondary you know is going to be that emphasis uh defensive lines not being in base personnel being in sub a lot how can how can you how can you press pressure through four and all the underneath stuff that's coming in, you know, a lot of tight end play and interaction um, and success early on in the game, a lot of boot outs from both sides, um, a lot of nakeds. So, you know, this is something I expect to see, especially as you're, you're working through different, different line groupings um, in the preseason. You know, a lot of starters probably aren't going to play. You know, none of the known suspects played on either side um, for the Steelers or the Cowboys. So it's going to be one of those things you're going to work through. You're really going to see some young talent really get some some burn early on to develop that identity and see if they can make it. Because, you know, the biggest thing I told a lot of those young guys last night, hey, you're auditioning for all 32 teams, not just this team that you're on, because that can quickly change. So make sure you put your best foot forward every play that you're out there. This is Max Starks, and he's also out in Canton for another reason, not just the Steelers broadcast, but a man he knows well, Alan Fanica, getting into the Hall of Fame. Talk to, uh, if you can, if you if you know, and I don't know how much you know about the whole thing, but talk to Cardinals fans about the day that uh, I guess is five years from now. I don't know because you never know what Fitz is doing. But when, when Fitz gets in, do you have any – Canton advice? Do you have any advice to fans of, of, of where to go, what to be a part of, and, and what your life is like this week being a part of this? So 
you know, I, I've been blessed and fortunate that this is my second time to Canton for a teammate. Uh, Jerome Bettis went back in 2015, and now I have literally three in over this weekend between Alan Troy and Coach Cower. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest yeah. thing I get to, yeah, the biggest thing I I could say is that once you know the announcement is being made, look for hotels if you have any idea because it's also very likely that the Cardinals could get the Hall of Fame game as well. Um, if it if it's one if Larry's class. He comes in as one of the top guys. They usually like to pair one, two of the prominent uh, organizations in there for that Hall of Fame game. So it kind of brings those fans to the city, you know, a day or two earlier. Um, so, like, we had Steelers Cowboys because, you, get, you know, you have Drew Pearson going in um, along with all the Steelers contingent. And so they wanted to make sure that classic rivalry was played. So when Larry comes in, you know, it, whoever else is there, it might be a Cardinals plus. So as soon as you know that announcement that he's a finalist, and then you know, and let's face it, Larry's going to be first ballot. Okay, everybody, yes, just, yes, just, let's right. go ahead and pin that. So once you hear he's a finalist and eligible, start looking at hotels because Kansas is a very small city. Get your hotel room secured. Make sure it's Thursday through at least Sunday because Saturdays is always the enshrinement on a normal year. This year, Saturday and Sunday combined but normally a saturday and then you can leave out sunday because there's going to be um a fashion show there's parades there is um, a gold jacket dinner then there's the actual fan fest on the day of the enshrinement before you get into the stadium for all the all the speeches and the bust reveals so there's a lot of events so in your minds plan thursday through sunday um normally you know, I had to get up here early because this was my first day on my new job yesterday. So I got here Wednesday and then drove over. But, yeah, it, it's a fun three-day event, and it, it, it's a special moment. Um, and then go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame before um, the enshrinement activities. Walk through that hall, see everything. It's a beautiful sight. Um, all the legends um, – that, that you've known, your parents have known, your grandparents have known. The history of football is so amazing, and the Pro Football Hall of Fame does a great job of encapsulating that and really freezing it in time so that you can experience it. All the Super Bowl rings, all of the legendary games or sculptures all throughout Canton, you know, from the Ice Bowl to the first player to have 12 receptions in a single game. Like, there's different things around Canton that, um, that are geared towards football. This is Pro Football hall of fame territory so the city is literally taking on that identity and there's just so much great if you're a football head in general if you're not a cardinals fan if you're just a fan of football you must come here it's it's a rite of passage to see just the history of football from its early beginnings and uh, i'm really excited that uh that we're having this weekend and that i'm able to be here Max, literally got like 15 seconds here, but I have to ask you this. Mike McCarthy was talking about Micah Parsons like he was Lawrence Taylor. Your upfront and close and personal assessment of Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons played well. I mean, he, he's a guy that can go sideline to sideline. He can penetrate gaps. He's going to be a, a great addition to that squad. I don't know if he should be playing over Jalen Smith. I think they're very similar, but I think he could play in conjunction over Leighton Vander Esch in that role um and he's a guy that's gonna still have to learn still have to learn his coverage responsibilities but from a blitzing and actual run support uh perspective yes he's a manimal (laughs) 
Have a safe trip home, my friend. Good to talk to you. Thank you, Max. Good to talk to you guys. Take care.